welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of You Lying Snake. This show has a simple premise. Every episode, three contestants enter the theater arena. Each person will tell a story, one after another. However, one person is lying. After everyone tells their stories, the contestants get a chance to question the other contestants about their stories. Can you find the liar? Let's see. Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm a musical theater major. I'm also DJ Slasher uh, at 9.5 KCSU Fort Collins, and I run the show The Kill Count. I love punk music, and my favorite color is green. I'm Caleb. I'm a second-year graduate student and jock talk here at KCSU. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm the assistant podcast director here, also known as DJ Grand William. I'm a journalism major here at CSU, also involved with CTV as their weatherman and nature reporter. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys are here today. So without further ado, Caitlin, would you like to tell your story? I got, I got investigated for domestic terrorism. <laughs> for five months by a man from the Pentagon by the name of Agent Davidson. It was right around Thanksgiving and they had called me like the 12th and I was still in bed. It was 8 a.m. I had, I had made the wrong joke in August. Oh no. And you know, I, I have a bad problem with taking my bits a little too far. So I had posted a little jokey joke on Twitter. Five months later, I got a call laying in bed and he goes, this is Agent Davidson. You're Caitlin, right? You're this age. You live here, right? I was like, oh, gosh. And, you know, because I, I was making these jokes, right? And I thought it was a friend of mine. So I just laughed. I laughed hard and loud. Man with an agent job that Ooh. worked at the Pentagon. Um, and as soon as I realized that it was actually real, I had to like clock in. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's me. My name's Caitlin. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know what was going on. I was making a little jokey joke. But then he asked me something weird, which was, hey, are you actually going to do this? Like, are you planning to do an attempt? <laughs> I was like, Who said yes? Who has said yes to the fact that they're planning something? Um, so we have this whole long conversation about actual threats online and how sometimes the Pentagon just can't get to them. At the very end of the whole conversation, he just like very lightly into the phone goes, call, call me if you need anything. And I, I still think about that because what would I need him for? What? Why would he need? Why would I need to call Mr. Agent Man? And to this day, I'm like, should I have saved his number in my phone? What, what if I do need Agent Davidson? There is a threat on CSU, and I need to call that man so bad. Unfortunately, I just didn't stop the joke, so I'm waiting for another call soon. I don't post them anymore, but it's getting concerning. My phone's been acting up, so we'll see what that hap lands me in like two months. Yay. <laughs> wow. That was quite a story. I don't know to say that. <laughs> Yes, everyone else tells a story after domestic terrorism. Go, yeah. go, go, go. That, that one can't be good. I think this is the end of the podcast. No, I don't know how anyone, I don't know how anyone does any better than that. Uh, 
So am I the first to question here? Because I have so many. Uh, you're going to tell your story first. Okay, okay. Uh, so I guess I'm next? Yeah. I'll try. Um, so my mom moved to Texas with 2020, pre-COVID. So we go down to visit her during COVID and stuff. So this is kind of a, a weird time where you don't touch people, or don't get near people. Like we're sitting way too close right now than what you would do, you know, back in the day if we all remember COVID, right? Back in the day. Um, way back then. Um, I went out to visit this mall in Fort Worth, Texas. We wanted to go shopping, get some new AirPods and all these other things. And there's a super target at the end. And we wanted to go get some Starbucks. And we park at the back of this parking lot. We like to walk to Target. Like we like to walk into the stores because it's COVID times. So we park at the back. We start walking and we see a dog in the car. And it's Fort Worth, Texas in June. And it is probably about 80 or 90 degrees plus humidity. And then a hot car is a black SUV. So we stopped. And... There was another woman and her boyfriend that were there kind of like questioning, like, should we do anything? Should we do anything? We sat there like 10 minutes and there was no one, no answer. We'd ran, you know, someone ran into the, the target, got a license plate um, and we're, you know, tried to get the, the shopper. To, so I just decided that, that was kind of it for me. Uh, 98 degrees, COVID, all the mental things that kind of go into that. And I punched the window out in the back because I... I just don't, I snapped. Uh, I don't, if you know me, I have a bit of an anger problem at times. I can get a little amped up. Um, so I punched the window out. I actually have a scar on my hand now from it on my thumb. It's right there in there. Um, and I actually was terrified because like two minutes later, the sirens kick on and there's a fire truck and police coming. And I was like, I'm going to get in trouble now because I just punched this dude's window out to try to get this dog some water. And it turned out that like, they were totally chill with it. It had been like the past the 10, 15 minute threshold and it was no problem. Um, they just had to get like my information and stuff. And I gave them, uh, I don't think of any insurance and stuff like that because it wasn't like a motor vehicle accident, I guess. But you know, they, you know, they said that I acted in terms of like trying to save the dog's life or whatnot. and wasn't trying to, um, you know, it wasn't like a purposeful vandalism or anything like that. So that was probably, that would, that would definitely do it. Yeah. That would do it. <laughs> All right. Is it just my turn now? Yeah, it's just you. Okay. Uh, so close your eyes. Picture Tour de Fat 2023. <laughs> and I slept in, missed it completely. I wanted to go, but I forgot it was that day. And so at one point I'm like, eh, I just want to go get some kombucha. So I get on my bike and I, I bike on over to Wolverine Farms uh, in Old Town because I, I love that place. And they've got great kombucha. And so I bike over there, and I, I have my kombucha, and then I'm ready to go home. I start biking home, and boom, bike brigade bike brigade forms around me. Just these random people. It's like eight people, and they start talking to me. They're like, "Hey, are you you going anywhere for Tour de Fat?" I'm like, "Oh no, I was just heading home." And they're like, "You want you want to you want to join us?" I was like, "Oh okay." And so um, then we're just I'm just riding with these people, talking to them, and then someone's like, "Go left." And no one goes left, except I'm in the back of the block with them. So I go left when they go left, and now there's only three of us. And apparently the group that went left was going to this random person's house. So here I am standing in this random person's house, and they're just still talking to me. I'm just in their house, petting their dog, looking at the looking around. And now we, we go to actual 
tour to fat um, at New Belgium, not to meet up with the other people uh, that we lost at the beginning. And we're, we're hanging out. Um, again, I didn't know any of these people at all. And then, uh, then they just keep hanging out and they're like, they take photos and they're, they keep introducing me to all these weird people, these friends of theirs. And I, I have no idea who anyone is. I start not knowing anyone's names and they knew this would happen. So they gave me a nickname. They started calling me Rocky, uh, Sherpa, and there was a third. I don't remember the third. Uh, and they just, I'm just hanging with these people all day. And apparently during this moment, one of my professors sees me and he points out to his family. He's like, oh, look, that's CSU's weatherman. But anyway, so I'm hanging with these people. And then they're like, hey, we're going to this house, um, this random house. They've built a venue in their backyard and it has a stage, a half pipe, a slide, and there's going to be tons of performers, and we just have to bike over there. You want to come with? And I'm like, you know what? Why Why not? And so I follow them all the way to this random house, which has this huge venue, and, and a taco food truck. That was, that was wild. It was just because it's just someone's backyard. But it was big, and there was just so much going on there. And I just met all these people. And then afterwards, they get my contact info. And then I get a text saying, hey, we're going to the middle of a farm in Loveland next Saturday. Uh, you want to go? And I, I knew no further details than Loveland Farm. And it turned out to be just this dude named Lance's birthday party in this barn where he like got a bunch of bands and stuff. He's just some rich guy in Loveland named Lance. And so uh, I hung out with those random people for like, eight hours that entire day and then went to a random farm in Loveland all because I just wanted to get some kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, that's a, quite the story. That's like a episode of something for sure. Something to sit on for sure. <laughs> so now we start the rounds of questioning and we're going to start off questioning Caitlin. Adam, you can go first if you have What one. was the joke? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask. Can you give us a, like, a context clue somehow as to what the joke might have related to? I may or may not have said that something incredibly violent should be done, <laughs> specifically on that day, <laughs> and that someone should also. <laughs> someone. Someone should also no longer be breathing. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I think everyone's kind of had that, <laughs> yeah. that, that before. Maybe not Classic. On, <laughs> everyone's had that before. <laughs> That's my favorite. Yeah. Uh. Person may or may not have been a very public and prolific uh, political figure. And that's that's probably why I got caught. But, you know. <laughs> Oh, okay, I, I think we're starting. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, cool. Caleb, you ask the next. Yeah, for me. So first of all, I'm very familiar with your show and your interest and like your horror film stuff. So like the dark humor side, I guess it kind of resonates. I'm very much the same way. But for me, I guess the line would be, why was it just a phone call? Why was that like the end? I know you said that there might be more coming, but it was literally a phone call. And I'm assuming you said you were in bed, maybe the middle of the night or later in the evening or whatnot or the morning. 
why does an investigation, especially now that it's about a, a public figure, why is it only coming out as a phone call and there's no deeper investigation in that? Um, so the call was really early morning. Okay. And they had called me, but I was so tired that I didn't wake up to it. And I saw this random number. I redial it and there's a scream over the phone. Just a very long screech. So I hang up again because I was got frightened. <laughs> and they call me back and they go, very lucky that you called back because if you didn't answer this phone call, we would have came to your house because <laughs> we would desperately need to talk to you. <laughs> that is very desperately need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to keep doing it. I got my hands on the anarchist cookbook in middle school and I've been ruined ever since. Oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Okay. Um, next question would be, um, hmm. oh, this is hard. This is a hard thing to think about. Caleb, do you have another question yet? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you go. I just want more detail to the story because I feel like when you're trying to decipher a lie, you know, you try to find some sort of wrinkle in the story. So if I just get more context of the story, what did you continue to do after that? Do your parents know about this? They're about to know any either way if they don't yet. But I guess what were the reactions of those around you and like what kind of changed in the immediate aftermath of that phone call? Okay. So my mother's military. <laughs> oh gee. <laughs> so I just didn't say anything. <laughs> I completely scooted past it. Uh when I went to when I went back home for Thanksgiving. But when I told my friends for Friendsgiving, it got really quiet. Because <laughs> oh they were, they said, that's something that you would absolutely do and would happen to you. But what happens to us now when you make that jokes, when, those, when you make those jokes and our phones are around us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I just try not to post anything. But I go out of my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to just, you know, a little jokey joke here and there. <laughs> very bold there's no chance man i got in trouble in middle school once for doing something along the similar lines and i was like there's no way i'm doing anything like that ever again so i guess good for you i don't know if that's the right thing to say there but no i'm a very intense woman i have two concussions to prove it oh gosh <laughs> well now i'm trying to put the, the 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 dots together and figure out what public figure this could be I could ask that. I can, and I will. Can you name the public figure? You've already given us all the other details. Who was the public figure? I don't actually think they should croak. It was just the first person I thought of. Their, may, their name may or may not rhyme with... <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we got that one. All right, cool. <laughs> Otherwise known, I believe, as the... the sp <laughs> I think that is the, the, the very her, one. But... I think that's her official title. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's—is it your turn to ask Caleb a question? Yes. Yes. You said what type of dog it is, right? I have no idea. I knew that question was going to come up, so I like started looking up dogs before this, <laughs> and I was like, "They're going to ask me, and that's going to just be the one that gets me in trouble here." But I don't know. I'm horrible with dogs. It was fluffy. It was not hypoallergenic. I can tell you that much. Um, so I it had a lot of fur and the car was very furry. So I, I, it was a lighter colored dog. Um, I know like bully breeds because that's my thing. But I don't know like the specific breed of dog. It was like a lighter, like that yellowish brown color and a very fluffy. That was all. Was it big or small? 
medium i would say like my dog's like 80 pounds about the same size as my dog maybe a little lighter fur might have added a couple of pounds that he was pretty fluffy I'm trying to lock hence, in <laughs> hence the frustration of being locked in a, a car that is 100 degrees because a fluffy dog does not deserve to be in a very hot car so i mean no, no dog does but a furry car is kind of i think or furry dog not furry car furry dog was very much the reason okay why it kind of I, I i felt the need to take the action show us the scar yeah it's really faint it's on my thumb if you look right here it's like a little fork mark it's like a almost looks kind of like a cactus. It's lighting's horrible in this room. That's crazy. I have a scar that looks exactly like it. I'm sorry, I have no idea where it came from. Yeah, <laughs> I have that one, and then I have a few on my knuckles and stuff that are going away now that I'm getting old age. There's like little circle spots and stuff that it came from. It wasn't anything crazy. It's a it's a back car window. Those aren't very. It's not like a windshield. Yeah. So I mean, I have a couple scars, but nothing crazy. Gotcha. This is so hard. Um. So what happened with the cops when they realized that you broke down? someone's when someone's back window yeah so i kind of walked away like i said i was really nervous that i was gonna get in trouble so i walked like across to the other side of the the road that divided the parking lots at the mall people started giving water bottles and stuff to the dog trying to get him to hydrate and then i just stood there and they said what happened to the window and everyone started pointed at me so the cops kind of called me over and i had to go sit not in their car but like on their hood and just kind of talk to one of the cops the other cop was talking to the person of the car and the, like I said, the cop was pretty chill. He was like, you good? Like made sure I was okay first. Saw that my hand was bleeding. So they, the firefighters like kind of wiped off the blood and wrapped it. That was kind of it. They would just walk me through that. I'm not going to be in trouble. The other guy was dealing with the other cop. They wouldn't let us get close to each other because it was kind of a heated situation where I just smashed this guy's window. And this guy now has a ticket for, you know, locking his dog in the car and also now has to fix a car window. So I don't know in terms of that situation but the one cop i was with was very chill with me like i said didn't get a ticket um it was like a 15 minute conversation with him and that was it why were you in texas yeah so my mom moved there um in 2020 like february and then uh, we went down there to visit my brother my or his girlfriend and myself went down there spent the week with her um she didn't feel good she actually got hung over we went tubing in the lake or like the river the day before so she got really hung over sorry mom um so we just like had a day to kill we had to you know change our plans that day so we decided to go to the mall they had like a really nice like luxury outlet so that's why we were in texas we, so that's why we were at that mall at that specific time but my mom was hung over if you want the, the entirely truthful answer there what's a detail that solidifies your story is true Meaning, like, like, what's what's something so specific that happened during your story that that like you remember vividly, but is seemingly meaningless? I don't. Know. I mean, I kind of said it. The thing that like that day always reminds me of, other than the dog. Like, whenever I see my AirPods, it always reminds me of that not these, but my old ones, because that's the I just bought the brand new generation uh, of the AirPods or whatever at the Target because we went to the Apple Store across the street. Like, I remember everything about that solely because of this dog. So I guess. I remember exactly how it was set up. They exactly had two pairs of AirPods left because we were going to get three. And my brother's girlfriend ended up just waiting and she ended up just going with like the Beats route when she got home. But I remember that we had to decide who was not going to get the pair of AirPods that day. So I guess my AirPods always remind me of that. I don't know of detail that could solidify it to you. But yeah, that, that, that was kind AirPods. of the, what was that? Yeah. yeah, AirPods for sure for me. That's every time I see my AirPods, I think about that just because that's where I got them and all that. Okay. So now it's time to ask Adam. Okay. <gasps> Spooky lighting. <laughs> Did you go and see Lance out in Loveland? 
totally. Of course, I went to go see Lance. He called it Lance of Palooza. It was his, it was his fourth annual Lance of Palooza event, and it was at this random farm, and he just had this big barn. And then people told me, "Hey, by the way, uh, Lance is very well known for his psychedelic mushroom growing abilities." <laughs> so yeah, I I went to see Lance. So, yeah. <laughs> so you said it was in Loveland, correct? Tour de Fats in Fort Collins. So you guys the, biked to Loveland? Second weekend. This second. was the second weekend. Oh, okay. The first weekend. So you met these people at Tour de Fat. Met them at Tour de Fat. And then you hung out with them the following weekend at Lancapalooza. Okay. Correct. What did you do when you realized you were just at a stranger's home in a different, you know, area after just biking with a bunch of strangers for how long? Yeah, so I biked with them for maybe like 10 minutes. And so I turn and we're just at this house and it looked like a nice house and I heard that they were like a daycare person. So like, I was like, eh, they probably won't kill me. Um, so then I walked into their house and it was very small talk. They're like, oh, so you're a student at CSU? And I was like, yep, yep, yep. And meanwhile, I was being a little screenager texting my girlfriend like, hey, I'm in this random house right now. It's pretty crazy. And that was that was that was it. My thought was just like, huh, this is kind of funny. I'm in this random house and I pet the dog. What type of dog was it? Puggle, just like my parents have. I was like, man, that looks exactly like my parents' dog. Pug Beagle Mix. Okay. Is that everyone asking their questions? Awesome. So now you guys try to guess who was lying. <laughs> I guess I'll start. Uh, Caleb does have like an identical scar to what I've got, but also 30 minutes is a lot of time to plan a story and to plan a story around this vague topic that you can't talk about too much is pretty good. That's pretty clever. So I'm kind of conflicted, but also like I kind of trust the dog story, honestly, because because the mom was hung over. <laughs> that, that honestly kind of sells it. Yeah. My thing is, so I like, like I said, I know I'm familiar with your show and I get, we, we talked last year when you came in and did your promos and I kind of got the sense of like, you have this, like a darker humor and that's fine. I'm, that's not a shot. I also enjoy that kind of comedy. He's calling me emo. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, the premise of your story makes sense as to who my idea, I guess, is of you are with the limited amount of time that we've spent together. But at the same time, you're lying. But just because of how insane the story is, and there just seems to be more holes, I, I would say that yours is the lie. And yours is just you being Adam Carlson for Isaac. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I was I was going to say, because the mom being hungover thing, real. Yeah. You're the decider. <laughs> I, I was just doing the math. I'm like, oh, this could go really not well. Because looking at both of you, <laughs> I'm going to Sherlock Holmes this. Looking at both of you when you were telling your stories, you were both locked in. You were more fidgety and you kept on in, uh, what's your name? Caleb. Very forgettable. I'm sorry. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Adam. Adam was the bike story. You, Caleb was the dog. Caleb, you kept on looking off to the side. Which, for older people, is a sign that you're lying. For older people? Am I in that? <laughs> oh. Ooh. Can I defend myself real quick? No. 
I get that a lot, and I can actually show. I actually just made a TikTok today, clipping a podcast <laughs> that's of mine. He's young. He's, that's proof. Yeah, that's I'm young. Not only that, but I also look off to the side when I think a lot. If you watch my show, not plugging my show right now for the radio station, but if you look, if you watch the camera in there, I always look around. That's how I just kind of maneuver my way through. Um, so I do understand that, and I tried to be conscious about that, but I also didn't want to be fidgeting like Adam was with his cord, which is what the thing that kind of, that was the first thing that struck my head. Literally, I've no. been fidgeting with the cord this entire the time. time. Yeah, so I, I'm, think, I can't tell if you're just nervous to be in here with no, all of us. So. There was one of those like little wrinkles in the cord, like these yeah. guys, yeah. and I took out like six of them. Yeah. So I was taking those bad boys out of the yeah. cord. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Caleb's story is true. I'm cool with calling that the fake story. I, I'm with I'm with Caitlin, and it's nothing other than just like that one is just absolutely insane to me. That's uh, my, that's my. Do we do we want to do like a final vote vote moment? Sure. Yeah. Okay, Caitlin. I'm with I'm with Caitlin here too. And Caitlin, who do you vote? I think Adams is fake. Okay. So now I'm going to reveal whose story was fake, and it was Caleb's. Freaking crap. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's get out of here before uh, any of us get convicted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't be convicted for something I haven't done yet. Yet? <laughs> uh, yeah, end it here. 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 That's it. That's it. That's done. Jesus, man. Quiet, quiet coyote. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining me here today <laughs> before Caitlin incriminates herself some more. <laughs> this thing I was going to say? This thing I was going to say? Incredibly illegal. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're definitely ending it here. <laughs> I am going to go to prison. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Oh. Thank you guys for joining me here today. And for those of you listening, thank you for listening. And remember, be kind.